as we get set for the opening game of the four game series. With the starting lineups and the batting orders for the ball game, let's touch bases with Ralph Kater. Okay, Bob Murphy and for the New York Mets. Leadoff batter will be Tommy Agee in center field. Batting second at shortstop, Bud Harrelson. Batting third, playing left field, Leon Jones. Batting fourth in right field, Art Shamsky. Batting fifth at first base, Don Clendenin. Batting sixth and playing third base, Joe Boyd. Batting seventh, playing second base, Wayne Garrett. Batting eighth, the catcher, Duffy Dyer. And the pitcher, Tom Seaver, batting ninth. For the San Diego Padres, the leadoff batter will be Dave Campbell at second base. Batting second, the shortstop, Steve Hunts. Batting third in center field, Clarence Gaston. Batting fourth in left field, Al Ferrara. Batting fifth, the first baseman, Nate Colbert. Batting sixth in right field, Ollie Brown. Batting seventh, the third baseman, Ed Spezio. Batting eighth and catching, Chris Canazero. And the pitcher, Al Santorini, batting ninth. The Mets have won 10 and lost 9 against San Diego. They have won 1 and lost 1 this year. Last year, they met 12 times, lost the first game of the 12-game series, and then won 11 straight. Padres so far this year have a record of 7 wins and 14 losses. The umpires for today's game have not come out yet. Behind home plate will be Dick Stemmel calling the balls and strikes. Now they do come on the field. At first base, Al Farley, who started his major league career as an umpire in 1940. At second base, Ed Fargo. The umpire at third base, Paul Pryor. Tom Seaver warming up down the right field bullpen. No one watching him. He has a record of 4-0 this year and has won his last 14 decisions in the National League. Warming up down the left field line in the bullpen, Al Santorini, and there's a crowd around him. I think it'd be just the reverse with Tom's brilliant record in the major league. In the ballgame, the ball will be on the air at 3.55. It's going to be Jim McAndrew in the mound for the Mets against Clay Kirby. Jim has a record of 1 and 1. Clay Kirby has a record of 0 and 2. It was thought that Kirby might miss a turn due to the fact that he at first was believed to have had the measles, but it was diagnosed as a virus, and he'll be pitching in that ball game tomorrow afternoon. We'll be on the air both on radio and television tomorrow at 3.55. Sunday's game will be a doubleheader. We'll be on the air at 4 o'clock for that one. Radio and television. Gary Gentry and Jerry Kuzman will be the two starting pitchers for the Mets. Gentry with a record of 2-0. Jerry Kuzman has won none and lost two. And Mike Corkins will be pitching for the Padres. He's 0-3. And Pat Papson also expected to go for the Padres. His record at 2-2. Two two. Now Preston Gomez, the manager of the San Diego Padres, at home play with Joe Hodges, the manager of New York Mets, going over the grounds rules. Ballpark here, symmetrical. 3.30 down each line. 3.70 in right center and left center. Center and... There is no marking in center field, but it is a deep center field. And if memory serves me correctly, it's 420 feet. We'll check that out for you and give you the exact dimensions. We're going to have a good crowd here tonight. It is predicted to be somewhere around a crowd of 20,000. So far this year, the Padres have drawn 73,502 in eight dates here at San Diego Stadium. 
It is 420 feet to straightaway center field. High fence guarding the home run area. Fence 17 feet high, and you'll see a lot of balls played off that fence. And it makes for some exciting baseball to see the outfielders play the carom. Try and hold those drives off the wall to two bases. Still some twilight left here at this stadium. And we're getting set for the first game of a four-game series. Well, a lot of attention focused right now on Tommy Agee. Tommy comes into the ball game with 11-game hitting streak. Last year, he and Cleon Jones hit 11 consecutive ball games during the season. And Tommy with a chance in this ball game to do even better this year. Bud Harrelson has been a hot batter for the Mets. Bud has hit in 17 of the 19 games he has played in. He has played in all the games. He only meant to do so. He has a five-game streak going. And the Mets coming on strongly with their strong lineup back in action. Leon Jones, Joel Foy, and Tommy Agee sat out to start at three ball games and then got back in yesterday as the Mets defeated San Francisco Giants by a score of four to one as Nolan Ryan pitched another outstanding ball game. Nolan Ryan now has a record of two and one and in the three games that he has been in this year, he has given up one hit, two hits, and three hits. And checking the records back on Tom Seaver, the last time he faced the Padres, he did something no other pitch in the history of baseball has ever done. He struck out 10 consecutive batters. He struck out his last 10 batters in that ball game as he pitched a brilliant game, striking out a total of 19. And he became the only pitcher in the history of baseball to strike out 19 batters in a day ball game. Steve Crowden struck out 19 against the Mets in 1969 to set an all-time record for strikeouts in the nine-inning ball game, but that was done at night, and now Tom Seaver has tied that record, and he also has set one by doing it in the daytime. He erased some pretty good names out of the record book. Names like Sandy Koufax, Bob Feller. So Tom Seaver, who is bidding along now with 14 consecutive decisions in the National League, having picked up 10 last year, his last 10 victories and four so far this year. The record for consecutive game victories over a period of two seasons is held by Carl Hubble at 24, so Tom is not threatening too much of that record. Now the umpires have taken their stations and we're having a slight delay here as they're trying to get the crowd in. And now the Padres are going out of the field. They're tied with Houston for last place in the Western Division. They trail by eight and a half games behind the red-hot Cincinnati Reds at the start of the action today. The Reds lead the Dodgers by five games. They're in second place. Atlanta in third, five and a half back. San Francisco in fourth. They trail by six. Chicago leads the Eastern Division at the start of the action today by two and a half games over Pittsburgh. Louis three games back in third. The Mets are four games, three and a half games back in fourth. And now our national anthem.
from San Diego, California, sung by Jerry Vale, who is quite a New York Mets baseball fan. Well, the Mets here will move into a tie for second place with Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh and St. Louis continue on their way today, Pittsburgh and St. Louis won't at this point losing in their ball games, and the Mets, if they win today, can move into a tie for second place behind Chicago. In the National League action, Atlanta beat Chicago by a margin of three to two. And that means that the Mets now trail the Cubs by three games. Picking up a half game and maybe one half game more if they can pick up a win here tonight against San Diego. In that game, the winning pitcher was Bill Negro, his second one of the year. He has lost four. Joe Decker, losing pitcher, he has a record of one and one. Hank Aaron got his ninth home run. That's 563 for him in his major league career. Joe Decker, the starting pitcher for Chicago, had a home run in the third with no one on. And Billy Williams playing in his 1,001 baseball game. Came up with a home run in the ninth inning with no one on for his eighth home run of the season. Only game concluded in the National League. In the American League, Boston beat California 8-3 as Ray Culp was the winner, losing pitcher Tom Murphy. And that's the only game played to a conclusion so far in the American League. Right now, right now, this game about to commence. And here for the play-by-play -play is Lindsey Nelson. Thank you very much, Ralph Cannon. Hello, everybody. It's Tommy Agee in and waiting now. He has an 11-game hitting streak coming into this ball game. His average for the season is 225. He's had two homers. One of them hit yesterday at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. He's batted in four runs. Right-hand batter facing right-hand pitcher Al Sandorini. And here's the first pitch. Swung on and popped up to deep short. Steve Hunt scores back, second baseman Dave Campbell calls him out. Campbell makes the catch. On the first pitch, A.G. has dropped out. The second baseman Dave Campbell and Bud Harrelson is coming up. Harrelson has a five-game hitting streak. He's hit safely in 11 of his last 12 games, and he's hit safely in 17 of the 19 games the Mets have played this year. One home run, six runs batted in, switch hitter batting left. A beautiful baseball evening in San Diego, California. Sandorini with a pitch, swung on and fouled off to the left side, out of play. Sandorini was born in Irvington, New Jersey. Thanks, he's home now in Union, New Jersey. And last year, the first meeting ever between the Padres and the Mets in New York, Sandorini was the pitcher, and the Padres won. It was the only victory for San Diego over the Mets all season long. Chris Canisaro, the catcher, now calls time. Trying to reposition his outfielders a little bit. There's one way over toward the left against Bud Harrelson. Here's a swing and a drive into left center field, and it's a base hit. One hops out there by Gaston, way over and left, and the center fielder wheels it in there. Harrelson holds it first with a single. Once again, the Padres using the old 69 shift against Bud Harrelson, and so far this year, Bud has been able to cross up every team that has played him the way they played him last year. That brings up Cleon Jones. He is hitting 242 for the season. He has nine runs batted in. Leon got off to a great start this year. Then tailed off. Manager Gil just sat him down along with Tommy Agee and Joe Foy for three days. Brought them back yesterday. And Jones, Agee, and Foy drove in all the net runs as they defeated the Giants 4-1. Off the stretch now. Sanzarini with a pitch. And it's in for a call strike to Leon Jones. By the way, Mets second baseman Kenny Boswell is away on military reserve duty. 
Jerry Grody has rejoined the New York Mets. He is here. He is in uniform. He is not expected to be used at all. Here's a lob throw to first, not in time. Harrison's back safely. Grody has been hospitalized since the Mets arrived in Los Angeles to start this road trip. There's a swing in a miss. Told me before the ball game that he walked around the field, and after the walk around, he was so tired he felt he had to sit down. He did not, of course, participate in any drills at all because uh, the hospitalization, the test, the treatment he's been undergoing uh, did not leave him exactly in shape to step into a uniform and play Major League Baseball. Here's a pitch out, but there's nothing on. Chris Canizero calling for the pitch out, figuring that. The Mets might just have the runner going and have a play on. One and two now. With Archamsky waiting on deck. Sandorini checks again. Here's a swing and a ground ball to the right side. Just a little swinging roller. Taken on the first base pass by Clover to Tags. Jones going by for the put out. And it moves Harrison to second with two men out. Now Archamsky is coming up. That ball is right off the end of Cleon Jones' bat and just sort of dribbled up the first baseline. Clover charged in. Gloved in and tagged Leon on the base pass. Arshevsky's a left-hand batter playing right field. Hitting 3-11, he has driven in three runs. As Bob and Ralph indicated, the start of this ball game was postponed for just a few minutes to allow the crowd to get in. It wasn't that it's that big a crowd. It was simply that they had had a mix-up at the turnstiles about getting the people in, and there were people outside who hadn't been able to get inside, and uh, so they held the game up just for a few moments to get them in. Santorini with the pitch, and it swung on and fouled off the strike one. Lindsay, I know it's been used before, but when I ran the ball club down here in San Diego in the Pacific Coast Lake in the minors, somebody called up and said, what time was the game? And I said, when can you make it? <laughs> yeah, it was that way in those years in a lot of minor league parks. I was over at your ballpark this afternoon, as a matter of fact, Al. Nice shopping center, isn't it? Yes, it is. Pitch is low for ball. I want to ask you about that San Diego River running by there. Did it ever get up in the ballpark? And we had a lot of trouble with that ballpark when we first built it in 1958 with drainage. We had to put pumps in the dugouts because it's right on a very high water table. And we had to pump water out of the dugouts all the time. Here's a throw at second, and Harrison gets back safely. Shortstop Steve Hutz came in to take the throw. Padres picked up Hutz from the St. Louis Cardinal organization in exchange for Billy McCool, and the Cardinals properly sent McCool, a left-hand pitcher to Tulsa. Hunts had been cut, assigned to Tulsa, and refused to report. 1-1 pitch. Low for a ball. Shamsky. I will say that that parking lot out there for that shopping center had more cars in it today when it was closed than we had when we were in business. <laughs> yeah, they, they had a lot of them there. It's a big shopping center. This will be a 2-1 pitch to Shamsky with Harrison at second and two men out. It is swinging a foul ball. Also on a play, it's 2-2. Don Clendenin is waiting on deck. When the Mets and the Cardinals played their first exhibition game in St. Petersburg this spring, Steve Hunt was at shortstop for the Cardinals. They were going to give him a good shot at being their shortstop. They had Devannon and Hunt and ended up, of course, with Dow Maxwell, the incumbent, 
retaining the position. 2-2 delivery, and it is inside low for a ball, and the count is full at 3-2 to Shamsky. The San Diego Padres have an infield alignment of Nate Colbert at first, Dave Campbell at second, Steve Hunts at short, and Ed Spezio at third. Al Ferrara is in left, Clarence Gaston in center, and Ollie Brown is in right field. Chris Canazero is the catcher. Here is a payoff pitch. Swung on, and it is lined softly to second by Dave Campbell. Makes the catch that retires the tie. So it is no runs and a hit, no errors and one left. In the middle of the first inning, the score is the Mets nothing and the Padres coming to bat. Hi, this is Bob Walton at Walton Sports Shop, urging you to stop in and see us when you need camping equipment. Now that vacation time is on its way, have you found in checking over your equipment that you need something additional? Stop in and see the wide selection we have to offer. Walton carries pack frames, canteens, and mess kits. If this is your first year for tenting, then be sure that you see Walton's for all styles of tents, air mattresses, and Coleman stoves and lanterns. Walton's also carries a full line of famous named sleeping bags. Of course, at Walton's, hunters can find everything in one convenient location. Guns, ammunition, and hand-loading equipment, as well as rifle scopes to make those long shots surer and safer. A complete line of equipment for all sports is what you'll find at Walton Sports Shop, Lake Avenue in Saratoga, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen. that he has faced since he struck out the last 10 a week ago Wednesday in New York. 
I'd have to play somewhere on the line here just to get your confidence back. Somebody's going to have to punt one so they can break up that streak. Well, Steve Hutz is up there now, batting left against Seaver. He's hitting .077. He's had one home and one run batted in. He is one for 13. And it's in there for a call strike. Joe Foy is on the edge of the grass at third. On the coaching lines for the Padres, Bob Skinner is at third, and Dave Garcia is at first. Seaver deal. A changeup, and it misses. Outside, high. A lot of motion and a big changeup serve by Seaver. One and one to count to Hunt with Clarence Gaston on deck. Here's the one-one pitch. Swung on and missed the fastball again. It's one and two. Seaver rubbing up the ball a little bit now. Seaver was in the Marine Corps. He took his boot training here in San Diego. So did Gil Hodges. So did Bob Murphy. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on and it's passed up to the left side. Boy, near the line, across in foul territory, makes the catch in foul territory. Or at least the strikeout string has been broken by the Padres, as Hunt has fouled off the third base, two men and out. Jackson coming up. He is at safety in four straight games. He's hitting 317 for the season, two homers and ten runs batted in. The Padres have won seven, and they've lost 14. Here's a pitch low for a ball. Al Ferrara is on deck. The New York Mets have won 10 games last night for a percentage of 526. Swing at a miss. It's one and one. The Padres, of course, are in the Western Division of the National League and the Mets are in the East, which means they play each other 12 times during the course of the season. Six games here in San Diego and six back in New York. There's a swing and a foul ball off and out of play. It's one and two. The Mets will play four games against the Padres in this series. Single game tomorrow afternoon and a doubleheader here on Sunday, which means that after that, Mets will have only two more games against the Padres here in San Diego this season. Here's a one-two pitch. Breaking pitch in for a foul strike. Got him with a curveball. And Seaver gets his second strike out of the inning as he retires the side in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, not left. At the end of an inning, the score is Mets nothing and the Padres nothing. Well, here's a reminder. There are still many types of seasoned box and reserve seat plans available for the games to be played by the New York Mets at Shea Stadium this season. And they'll suit the needs of both business firms and individual fans. Actually, I'm sure you know that there's no better way to entertain your friends or your clients than a day or an evening out of Met baseball game. So, whether you're interested in a full season at Shea Stadium or one of the many other attractive plans, you can contact the ticket manager and he'll be only too happy to arrange for an appointment. The National League season in New York last year was one of the most exciting ever. And if you were around uh, down the stretch drive and on into the postseason, you know what that meant. We look for more of the same kind of excitement throughout the season as the Mets defend their world championship. So, if you'd be interested in one of the ticket plans, contact the ticket manager. The number in New York is 672-3000. 672-3000.
So it is a 6-3 double play. The runner was going on the 3-2 pitch with nobody out. Wayne Garrett coming up with nobody on and two men out. Left-hand batting second baseman hitting 133 with one run batted in. That's in for a call strike. Wayne Garrett actually can be used at any of the infield positions. Played more third base than anything else for the Mets last year, but he can be used at second or at short. There's a change that's in the air to center field and coming hard is Clarence Gaston and he can't get there. It's a base hit. Gaston packed up by Ferraro who took it on a hop. This is natural grass turf here in San Diego. So the Mets get their third hit off Santorini and Duffy Dyer is coming up now. Number 10, Duffy's five for 26. Still looking for his first RBI this year. He's hitting 192. We'll be on the air tomorrow at 3.55 p.m. New York time. Bring you the second game of the series between the Mets and the San Diego Padres. And Torini off the stretch. Here's the pitch to Dyer, and it's in there for a called strike. Tom Seaver wearing the jacket moves out on deck. president of the San Diego Padres is Buzzy Pavese, former vice president and general manager of the Brooklyn and Los Angeles Dodgers. There's a pitch low. One and one. Pavese is one of the owners of the Padres. Now the pitch. Low and away for a ball. It's two and one. Padres are still without the services of their shortstop, Tommy Dean, who suffered a shoulder separation in an early season collision. They expect him to be out about another week. Here's a pitch high and away. Three and one to Duffy Dyer with Seaver on deck.
This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Connor and Bob Murphy at San Diego Stadium in San Diego, California. Mets and the Padres, no score on the top of the second. Met runners lead at first and second. Here's the pitch to Seaver. It's lowered away for a ball. Tommy Agee moves up on deck. Chris Canazero, the Padre catcher, calls time and goes out to the mound. For a word with Al Santorini, his 21-year-old pitcher. Santorini's lifetime record against the Mets is one win and one loss. The pitching coach of the Padres is Roger Craig, former Dodger pitcher, former Met pitcher. Here's a one-on delivery. Swung on and fouled off. Out over the head of Yogi Berra, the Met coach at first. Eddie Yost is on the lines at third. On Sunday, We'll be broadcasting both games at the doubleheader. We'll be televising the first game on Sunday on the air at 4 p.m. New York time. There's a pitch in for Carl Tice. He was started to go and lay it off. He was in the strike zone. The count goes to one and two.
In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. You can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or, if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today and enjoy a day at Shea. He started it and finished it, Lindsay. Yes, he did. The Atlanta Braves defeated the Chicago Cubs tonight by a score of three to two. There's a breaking pitch that's foul back of third, out of play. One and two to Ferrara. And that game in Atlanta, Phil Necro, the knuckleballer, won his second. He started by losing four straight, so he's won two and lost four. And. Uh, Young Joe Decker was the loser for the Cubs. Phil Regan relieved him in the eighth inning. Decker's won one, lost one now. Henry Aaron hit his 563rd home run. The first inning with nobody on. That's Aaron's ninth of this year. Decker hit a homer for the Cubs, and then Billy Williams hit one in the ninth for the Cubs. Pitch is low and away. Two and two now to Ferrara with Nate Colbert on deck. The end of seven innings of play, the Houston Astros lead the St. Louis Cardinals six to three. Larry Durker for Houston. They've lost eight in a row. 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. Seaver strikes out Ferrara. Three strikeouts for Seaver. Struck out two in the first inning. So it's Nate Colbert coming up. He's had six home runs this year and 14 runs out of He's hitting 2-16. Steve Carlton's pitching tonight for the St. Louis Cardinals. Sal Campisi relieved him in the sixth and Rich Nye in the eighth. Lou Brock homered in the fifth with one on for the Cardinals. That's Brock's second. Here's a swing and a foul ball. At the end of seven innings of play, the Cincinnati Reds, six, the Pittsburgh Pirates, four. Doc Ellis started for Pittsburgh, Al McBean in the seventh, Wayne Simpson started for Cincinnati, Clay Carroll in the seventh, Johnny Bench had a three-run homer, his sixth of the year for Cincinnati. That pitch is low. Willie Stargell hit a grand slammer. For the Pittsburgh Pirates, his third homer of this year. The other two went over the right field pavilion, and it's his fourth grand slam of his career. Here's a swing and a high fly ball to left field. Leon Jones is underneath, waiting, and he makes the catch. Two away, and Ollie Brown's coming up. Brown's hitting 242, two homers, five runs batted in. Game to the Padres from the San Francisco Giants. He was the number one draft choice in the expansion draft of the Padres. Montreal is playing the Dodgers. 
at Dodger Stadium tonight. Carl Morton going against Don Sutton, and the Phillies are up at Candlestick in San Francisco. Jim Bunning against Rich Robertson. So that's the alignment in the National League. The Mets have a chance to move up. Here's a pitch low for a ball. Yankees beat the Milwaukee Brewers 6-3. Mel Stottlemyre is the winner. He's 2-3. Gene Bobbins is the loser. 2-2. Danny Walden hit his eighth homer in the eighth and one on the Milwaukee. A changeup. Hit deep choice. Knocked out by Harrison has no play. And Holly Brown is on with a base hit. Off-speed pitch by Seaver. Hit deep in the hole and Harrison went over and found a backhand stab and it just popped out of the glove. He tried to pick it up and couldn't find it. Look at the base hit. Ed Fizio, third baseman. Hitting 219, one homer and three runs batted in. Baltimore Orioles beat the Minnesota Twins 9-3. Dave McNally the winner, he's 4-1. Dave Boswell the loser, 0-3. Cesar Tobar and Terry Crowley at home runs. Fastball outside for a ball. And the Oakland Athletics beat the Washington Senators 12-5. At Fish Hunter the winner, Casey Cox the loser. Green, Rodriguez, and Lee May at home run. Red Sox beat the Cal Angels 8-3. Ray Culp over Tom Murphy. This pitch is low. Carl Yastrzemski had two home runs for the Red Sox. His second and third. George Scott had won his fourth, and Reggie Smith had won his fourth. The end of seven innings of play. The Kansas City Royals five, and the Cleveland Indians three. Dave Moorhead relieved by Mike Hedlund in the seventh. Mo Drabowski in the eighth. Dean Chance relieved by Bob Miller in the fourth. Lou Vanilla hit his fourth home on the first with two on. As if it's low and away, so Seaver's gone behind the Tuzio 3-0. With two men out and a runner at first, no score in the ball game. Pitch is outside for ball and it's a walk to Tuzio. He gets rid of the bat, goes down to first base. That moves Ali Brown up to second, and Chris Canizero will be the batter. Canizero is hitting 255, and Canizero is batted in six runs. The NBA playoff score was just announced, perhaps you heard it. The end of the half, Los Angeles 54 and the next 47. In the middle of the sixth inning, the Chicago White Sox eight and the Detroit Tigers four. Joel Horner, Chicago, left hand started for Detroit. Timmerman in the sixth. Al Kalon hit his second homer in the first inning for the Detroit Tigers. Pitches in for a call strike to Chris Canizero. Canizero bats number eight in the order. He was an original Met. He was selected by the Mets when they were formed off the roster of the Cardinals. Swing a foul ball up to the right side now to play. Two strikes. On Sunday, Gary Gentry and Jerry Kuzma will be pitching for the New York Mets. Mike Corkins and Pat Dobson for the Padres. Bottom of the second, no score. Padres at first and second with two men out. Two strike pitch now as Seaver checks the runners. And deal. It's outside. One and two. Al Santorini is on deck. This stadium was opened in August of 1967. 
one-two pitch. Outside, it's two and two. The capacity of the stadium is 50,000. All around the outfield, there is a wall 17 feet high. Seating areas all around the outfield. Brown at second, it's Fizio at first. Pitches hung out of Miss Silver gets his fourth strikeout. And the side is retired. No run. I hit a walk, no runs, and two left. At the end of two full innings of play, the score is the Mets nothing, the Padres nothing. Ted and Doris Ray at Strait's Gardens, just two miles off Lake Avenue on the old Skyliville Road, have a special now in Rosebushes for Mets listeners. Jackson and Perkins Red Devil with a suggested retail price of $4.50. Put Ted and Doris Ray at Jack Murphy's the sports editor of the San Diego Union. Right now, though, he's down covering the Kentucky Derby, so we'll have to give you Bob for the play-by-play. -play. I'm sorry about that, Ralph. Can't win them all. Tommy Agee will be up against Al Santorini, top of the third, no score. Number 20. Afternoon game tomorrow, two on Sunday, and if the weather holds out tomorrow on Sunday like it was today, it's going to be fabulous. Tommy Agee is 0 for 1, retired on an infield pop fly, taken by Dave Campbell, the second baseman, his first time up. And Santorini delivers low outside his ball one. Al Santorini, born in Irvington, New Jersey, now makes his home in Union. Before long, he'll be 22. And a swing and a miss at a curveball. One ball, one strike. He had a lot of very well-pitched ball games for the Padres last year. San Diego, lacking for hitting, scored very few runs for him. He'd lose 2-1, to 3-2. to two. Off the outside corner taken by Tommy Agee, it's two balls and a strike. When you're a young pitcher working for an expansion ball club that first couple of years until they can pick up some hitting. It's a tough way to go. Inside and low in the count three and one now to Tommy Asian. San Diego probably has the ideal pitching coach in Roger Craig who suffered through those early expansion years with the New York Mets and knows what it's like. Three-one delivery, lined hard over second in the center field of base hit. Clean single to center by Tommy Agee to lead off the third. For the Mets, base at number four of Al Santorini. Tommy Agee has now hit safely in 12 straight ball games. Normally, Ralph, you associate a 12-game hitting streak with a hot bat. It really hasn't been true in Agee's case until, I think, just the last couple of days. His last three base hits have really been hit hard. One is a pinch hitter, one was a home run, and then this one right here. They have been tagged. Now Bud Harrelson waiting, fouled back over the screen into the crowd behind third, no play. Last year, the longest string the Mets had was 11, shared by Asian Jones. Bud Harrelson singled his first time up. And a line drive into center field, a base hit by Buddy Harrelson. Racing back as gas to the center fielder. A.G. is around third being held up. 
into second base with a double, Bud Harrelson. For Bud Harrelson, his fifth, two base hit. Well, Bud Harrelson now has 25 hits this year. Of the 25, five doubles, five triples, and one home run. 11 of 25 hits have been extra bases. That's the second time Bud in this ball game has crossed up the Padres who are playing him like they did last year. He pulled that ball into the vacated spot in center field when Gaston was shaded over to left center. Now Cleon Jones stepping in. Around the league, the word will spread rapidly, and the opposition is definitely going to have to defense Harrelson differently than they have in the past. Leon Jones facing right-hander Al Santorini. Leon 0 for 1, bounced out his first time up. Leon looked good, returning to the lineup against the Giants at Candlestick Park yesterday. And a foul fly hit deep down the right field line, no play. hitting streak in Mets history 18 consecutive games by Frank Thomas back in that first year low and outside one ball and one strike Frank also set the club home run record that first year with 34 Frank makes his home in the Pittsburgh area now retired from baseball he does have a baseball cap in the summer he'll be coming back to New York in July for the old timers event and the pitch to Jones a curve on the outside corner one ball and two strikes to Cleon. No score. The Mets are casting a threat. A.G. on third, Harrelson on second. Yogi Berra coaching at first. Eddie Yost coaching at third. Art Shamsky is the on-deck batter. The outfield is around toward left. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. That was quite a pitch by Sandorini. Fastball low and away on the outside corner. Probably one of the most difficult pitches in baseball to hit. The receiver struck out his 19 against the Padres in New York. He said after the game that it was probably the most consistent he had ever been at hitting that knee-high outside corner with a fastball. Now first base is open. Art Shamsky will be intentionally walked, and he'll pitch to Don Clendenin with the bases loaded. Strike out by Santorini, his first. And Don Clendenin, who's been hitting, will be coming up with the bases loaded. Kick, just a little more kick. That's one of the things that makes RC stand out from the other colors. A couple of steps, and you'll catch the difference. Royal Brown Cola. Don Clendenin hitting 279, lined a hard single to left center field his first time at bat. Padres have their infield back at double play depth. The outfield is deep and shaded toward left. Now the pitch. Swing and a miss strike one. Al Santorini has a good arm. He was first choice in the free agent draft by the Atlanta Braves when he signed his first pro contract. Now Clendenin waiting. Ground ball pass toward the middle of the diamond. Base hook going into center field. A.G. scores. Harrelson is flying home. And the Mets lead 2-0.
13 runs batted in for Don Glendennan on a total of 13 base hits this year. That's quite a ratio. And Don Glendennan has been the Mets' hottest batter. He has hit the ball awfully well over the last four or five ball games. He has had three home runs. And here, Preston Gomez, the manager of the Padres, elected to play the percentage, and he walked the left-hand batter to get to the right-hand batter, who was red hot, and it didn't work. Don Glendennan very easily could have had four for four at yesterday's game up at San Francisco. He had two for four and twice was robbed of hits. Had he not been robbed right now, Mr. Glendennan would be six for six. Joe Foy is up, and now the pitcher, Sandorini, whirls, but no throw is made. Little mix-up, so Campbell, the second baseman, comes in. Clinton driving runs in at a rapid rate. On 11 hits collected this year, 13 runs on 13 hits, 13 runs batted in. New York in front now, 2 nothing. We're in the top of the third inning. Runners on first and second, one out. And the pitch to Joe Foy is a curve, swung and missed. Now Preston Gomez is sending the sign to the San Diego bullpen. We will start getting warm-up action. Ron Herbel, a right-hander, and Dan Coombs, a left-hander, will start warming up. The pitch to Joe Foy, a fastball over the outside corner of call strike. Wayne Garrett is the on-deck batter. Joe Foy, back in the lineup yesterday, celebrated his return with three straight hits. And the pitch by Sandorini, a swing and a miss. He got him with a curveball. Sandorini with a good-looking curveball fans Joe Foy, two men down. And Wayne Garrett will be the hitter. Wayne, the seventh man to bat here in the third inning. Tommy Agee started the rally when he singled to center. Bud Harrelson promptly gave it momentum with a double to right center, putting Agee on third. Leon was struck out. Shamsky walked intentionally. And Clendenin single to center, driving Agee and Harrelson home. In the dirt, blocked nicely by Chris Canizero. No advance. The American League, the Orioles beat the Twins. Dave McNally won his fourth. And Dave Boswell, a 20-game winner a year ago, has yet to win this season. He now is 0-3. Now Santorini makes the one-second stop. Here's the pitch. And a breaking ball over the inside corner, a call strike. Duffy Dyer is the on-deck batter. Let's have made this road trip with one catcher, Duffy Dyer. And a foul tip. And for all practical purposes, it is still only one because Jerry Grody is just out of the hospital. He's in uniform, worked out very lightly before the game tonight, but he is not ready to return to action. Jerry said the fans in New York were just magnificent, the amount of mail he received while he was hospitalized in Santa Monica, California. You can't beat a Mets baseball fan. And the pitch on the way. Fastball just inside to Wayne Garrett. Jerry was saying that in the hospital, he received calls from two of last year's teammates. Bobby File and Rod Gasper playing with the Tidewater Club of the International League this year. 
Tidewater was in Toledo for a ball game, and they got on the phone and called Jerry to see how he was doing. Here's the pitch to Garrett, and a half swing he held up in time. Canizero now is asking Stella to check with his buddies. He does check, and it is a strikeout. Stella agreed with Garrett, but Al Barlick, the senior umpire at third, who would have the look of the left-hand batter up, said no, he swung at the pitch. Side retired on the strikeout, Sandorini's third. Two runs, there were three hits, no errors, and two left on. In the middle of the third inning, the New York Mets two and the San Diego Padres nothing. second baseman is on deck. And a knee-high strike on the outside corner, and quickly Seaver establishes a two-strike advantage in pitching to Al Santorini. Santorini has been up six times this year. He's looking for his first hit. High, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Seaver over the head, around comes the arm, low and outside on a curveball, and it's two and two. Tom was in a minor jam in the last inning. He had helped himself by getting that leadoff batter, Al Ferrara. He struck out Ferrara. Ground ball hit toward the middle, but Harrison to his left, he's up with it. Throws to Clendon, and Santorini is up. One out and nobody on in the San Diego third. Now the leadoff batter, Dave Campbell. Number 10. Campbell was struck out his first time at bat. Padres are very high on Campbell, and he certainly has been performing well to date. Over the first 21 games of the season, Campbell hitting at 3.03. His work is good in the field, and the pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Seaver siding in on Duffy Dyer's target. Swing and a miss. He looked like the slider he went after. And the counter strike two. Steve Hunts playing shortstop as the on-deck hitter. 
Tommy Dean opened the season this year for the Padres, played for a while, and then was hurt. They say he will return in about a week. Now the pitch. Hit high in the air to center field. It's fairly deep. Meandering back, Tommy Agee. Now he turns and makes the catch. Close to the edge of the warning track in right center. We pause for station identification. This is the... This is New York Mets baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York. Bob Murphy with Ralph Kainer and Lindsey Nelson. The Mets lead San Diego 2-0 last half of the third inning. The batter is Steve Hunts. And the former Cardinal takes a fastball for a strike on the inside corner. San Diego gave up left-hand pitcher Billy McCool to St. Louis to get Steve Hunts. Inside and low. He was in spring training, as Lindsay pointed out, with the Cardinals and was very much in the middle of that shortstop battle. Eventually won by the incumbent Dow Maxville. Foul ball back to our broadcasting booth, no play. After he came to San Diego in the trade, he went out to Salt Lake City just about three days ago was brought back. Talking to Peter Bavese before the ball game tonight, the Padres are working with Salt Lake City. They say they have six inches of snow in the ballpark there right now. One-two delivery. Foul behind third back into the crowd. No play. But Peter says it's all right. We were lucky our ball club is on the road at the moment. You're not supposed to get that much snow this late in the year, are you, Ralph? I don't think you are. Nothing's all fouled up. Pitching one and two. Outside and high. The count is two and two. Two outs. Nobody on. Time receiver in quest of number five. And the pitch thrown to the left-hand hitter. Pulled foul. He got around on an inside fastball and ripped it. But he was far in front of the pitch. For the Padres, their center fielder, Clarence Gaston, who's been doing very well, is the on-deck batter. Padres trying to build their ball club on young pitching and trying to improve their defense to make that pitching even better. And the fastball is taken, strike three call. Strikeout number five for Tom Seaver. Tom is continuing to average better than a strikeout an inning for the season. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. And at the end of three, the New York Mets two and the San Diego Padres nothing. Globe Supply downtown Saratoga is the place to go for rolling and roll fast bicycles. You will find a large selection to choose from and they come in all speeds. Every new bicycle purchased at Globe Supply comes fully assembled and carries a 90-day service and maintenance guarantee. You can also have your bike repaired by experienced mechanics at Globe. For all your bicycle accessories and parts for English or American bikes, Shop Globe Supply, downtown Saratoga, open daily from 8.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Friday night until 9 p.m. If you own stock in a close corporation, you and your family can always depend on your interest in the business for financial support, right? Perhaps not. Suppose something should happen to you and your family is forced to redeem your stock for estate settlement expenses. Will you get a fair price for it? A John Hancock man has the answers to these taxing problems, and he has an insurance plan designed to help you. For more information, call Ben Yanklowitz at 783-5571, or write Ben Yank, Box J, Latham, New York. 
Jeffy Dyer batting eighth in the order is the hitter against Al Santorini. Ground ball off the pitcher's glove. Charging in hard now is Fizio. The throw first is coming back. And Dyer is on with an infield hit. He passed one back to the mound. Caromed off the glove of the pitcher, Santorini. He changed the direction of the ball toward the left side of the infield. Third baseman Spezio raced in, picked it up. Close play, but Dyer beat it. That is the seventh hit for the New York Mets. And Tom Seaver will be coming up, and let's see how Gill elects to play it. Number 41. Mets lead 2 nothing. We have a beautiful night and a good crowd here at San Diego Stadium. Now Nate Colbert holds against the runner. They look for the bunt. The second baseman charges in. Ground ball hit to Colbert. He throws the second one out. Back to first safe. Well, there's a new wrinkle in defense against the bunt. for the fourth play there. Seaver reaching on the fielder's choice. But the interesting wrinkle defensively, Ralph, was that the second baseman, Dave Campbell, came running in full speed to cover the bunt instead of the first baseman. That's one of the two times I've seen that play, and it almost didn't work as Gil Hodges smelled it out. He did it bad, and a high pop-up behind the plate of Tommy Agee's bat. Ganazero has an easy play, grabs it to the up. Bill Hodge just came so near to pulling that one off. It was almost as though he anticipated it. Instead of having Seaver punt, Seaver swung away and hit a ground ball that Colbert lunged after and caught. It almost went between Colbert and the second baseman Campbell who was racing in toward home plate. Bud Harrelson has two for two, a single left and a double to right center. Bud is now hitting 325. And he bluffs to the punt and takes outside in the high ball one. Harrelson leading the Mets in runs scored in total hits. In three base hits. Ground ball smothered beautifully by Dave Campbell. Throwing the first to side up-to-date vacuum cleaners, and, of course, the automatic car wash. 
You just drive in, stay in your automobile, and before you know it, your car is coming out cleaned and, if you like, waxed. All this service for only $1.25. Wax is 50 cents extra. Believe me, Mets fans, this is a bargain with today's inflated prices. Come on in and give them a try. Padres will have the middle of their batting order facing Tom Seaver in the fourth inning. Harris Gaston, Al Parra, and Nate Colbert. Gaston hitting 313. Leads the Padres in total hits with 26. The Atlanta Braves defeated the Chicago Cubs 3-2 with Phil Negro winning his second game. He went the route. Joe Decker was the loser, and Henry Aaron hit his ninth home run. Fastball, take it high, ball one. At the age of 35, Henry Aaron is off to another sensational year. Now the windup, pitched by a Seaver, swing and a miss on a high hard one. One ball, one strike. Gaston was called out on strikes in the first inning. We have not seen the strikeout figures in the league in recent days. The last we saw, Seaver was leading the league. A swing and a miss. It's one and two. And entering this game tonight, Tom Seaver had 43 strikeouts in 42 innings. Both Seaver and Nolan Ryan averaging better than nine a game. Here's the pitch on the way. Curve low outside. Two balls and two strikes. Looks like the Houston Astros will break their eight-game losing streak. They lead the St. Louis Cardinals 9-3 in the ninth inning in St. Louis. Larry Durker pitching for the Astros. Pitching 2-2. Two and two. And a drive in the air to right field. Back goes Shamsky. He's under it. And out makes the catch near the warning track. One out and nobody on. For the second time tonight in Cincinnati, the game is being held up because of rain. Cincinnati leading Pittsburgh 6-4 at the end of seven. Willie Starchill has hit a grand slam in that game, and Johnny Bench has hit a three-run homer. Doc Ellis and Wayne Simpson were the starting pitchers. Al McBean and Clay Carroll are the relief pitchers. Al Ferrara is up, and the bull takes a hard slider outside ball one. Ferrara struck out in the second. Ferrara, right-hand pull hitter. He has good power. And Seaver delivers a half swing. He held up in time, and Seaver says, wait a minute, let's check this one out. Seaver asking the plate umpire, Dick Stello, who's been having some problems on the half swing. And now they check with the first base umpire, Al Barlick, and it is a strike. This is the second time in an inning that that's happened. Umpires frequently has trouble with that half swing. He gets blocked off. He'll check with his mates at first and third. Swing and a miss. Montreal got two in the first inning at Dodger Stadium tonight. The Expos lead the Dodgers 2-0. Carl Sutton, Carl Morton pitching for Montreal and Don Sutton for the Dodgers. The Giants won and the Phillies nothing at the end of one. Bunning and Robertson are the pitchers. Rounder hit hard and foul down the third base line. No play. At the age of 38, Jim Bunning is the oldest starting pitcher in the major leagues. There are relief pitchers a little bit older. Like old Sarge Hoyt Wilhelm, who will be 47 years old in July. Don McMahon is 40. 
Down comes the pitch. Line drive caught by Joe Foy. Foy reaching over his head. Flags down the whistler. Two outs, nobody on. Mets lead, 2 nothing. Now Nate Colbert coming up. Dick Hall will reach 40 years old before the season is over. In the American League in the stadium, the Yankees beat Milwaukee 6-3, and Mel Stottlemyre back in that good groove won his second. Robbed into the loser, and Danny Welton, the surprise of the American League so far this year, hit his eighth home run. One ball and no strikes. Danny Walton was with Houston. Late last year when the Astros were in the pennant drive, they traded Walton to get Tommy Davis. Now Walton is off going great guns with Milwaukee. Low and outside. Two balls and no strikes. Nate Colbert hitting the 213, but he certainly has been hitting for power. He has six home runs and 14 runs batted in. Towering pop foul, hoping for a play. Duffy Dyer, he has to push Stello out of the way, and it will land in the crowd, no play. Duffy was having trouble getting around the plate umpire, Dick Stello. Dave McNally won his fourth as the Orioles beat Minnesota 9-3. They turned back Dave Boswell. Cesar Tovar and Terry Crowley had home runs. Crowley, the only new face in the championship Oriole, Oriole cast. It was Oakland 12 and Washington 5. Hunter the winner, Cox the loser. Rounder foul. The Red Sox with Ray Culp pitching a six-hitter beat California 8-3. Carl Yastrzemski hit two home runs. George Scott and Reggie Smith each hit one. Red Sox are having a good homestand. Now a breaking ball just off the corner. Three balls and a strike to Nate Colbert. Two outs and nobody on. Last of the fourth inning, and the Mets lead the Padres 2-0. And the pitch. Low and outside ball four. For Tom Seaver, the second one. That's about Tom's average, about two a game. Ari downtown Brown coming up. Brown reached on an infield hit to deep short his first time at bat. In Kansas City, it's Cleveland at seven, Kansas City five. They're going to the ninth inning. And the White Sox suddenly scoring runs. Lead Detroit ten to six in the eighth inning. Swing and a miss, a knee-high fastball, and what a cut he had at that. Two outs and one on. Ollie Brown batting 254, tall, rangy, right-hand hitter. Looks at a breaking ball, low and away, one ball, one strike. Let's figure Ollie as a power hitter, and they play him a couple of steps toward left in the outfield. Here at San Diego Stadium, it's 3.30 down the lines and 3.70 in the power alleys. And the pitch. Swing and a miss and a curveball. They will tell you that here at San Diego Stadium that a ball hit from the foul line to the marker in left center and right center carries very well. But a ball hit to the area of straightaway center field does not carry that well and has to be hit a ton. Now the pitch by Seaver, swing and a miss, he got him. Tom Seaver going with his fastball, strikes out Ollie Brown. For Tom Seaver, strikeout number six in four innings. 
No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. At the end of four, here at San Diego Stadium, the New York Mets two and the San Diego Padres nothing. to Carmody Ford and Mercury at the junction of routes 29 and 40 in busy Greenwich. Come to Carmody Carland and see their big selection of Fords in stock. You'll find Torinos, Mustangs, Thunderbirds, Falcons, and the new Maverick in dozens of different body styles. Remember, you can't say Carmody without saying car. And for the best deal on a car, see Bill Rowe, Joe Zostak, or Jack Carmody. A good bunch of guys to do business with at Carmody Ford. Before you buy, check the Carmody deal. You'll like doing business at Carmody. Their overhead is low, and at Carmody Ford, everybody works to serve their customers. There are no padded payrolls. Every dollar you pay goes into automobile value. Take the pleasant drive to Greenwich. It's only minutes to Carmody, your country Ford dealer. For the best deal on a car, see the men at Carmody Ford and Mercury. You can't say Carmody without saying car, and the best deal on a car is at Carmody Ford and Mercury at the junction of routes 29 and 40 in busy Greenwich. Stadium and Cleon Jones will try and get it going for the New York Mets against Al Santorini. New York two runs on seven hits, no errors. San Diego no runs, one hit and no errors. Cleon 0 for 2 tonight has passed to first and been struck out. Right-hander Santorini delivers off the outside corner, ball one. Everybody traveling with the Mets talking mostly about the pitching on Nolan Ryan of late. He has certainly been sensational. Inside, Ryan pitched a three-hitter yesterday in San Francisco. Nolan Ryan has now started three games this year. He has pitched a one-hitter, a two-hitter, and a three-hitter. High fly ball, well hit the right field. Roll back, back goes Ali Brown near the wall. He's got it. Ball hit right to the wall at the 370 mark in right center. Number 24, Art. Now Art Shamsky. Art has lined out to second and reached on an intentional walk. Unless as the world champions certainly get their share of publicity and coverage, not only in the newspapers but in the magazines, and not only in the uh, sports magazines. This month, for example. Mr. Shamsky foul behind third and out of play. Both Art Shamsky and Tom Seaver are featured on the cover of women's fashion magazine. Art a pull hitter of the Padres swing around to right. Last year Art finished the season hitting an even 300. Curve is in the dirt out in front of home plate. One ball, one strike. We'd like to remind you that the advanced sale window at Shea Stadium will be open tomorrow and Sunday. For those of you who would like to stop by and make your ticket plans for the Dodgers series opening Tuesday night, the Giants series next weekend, and the Montreal series on Monday night and Tuesday afternoon set. Pull foul, slow grounder down toward Yogi. Friend of Yogi's invited him to go fishing while the Mets are out here in California, and he was talking to Rube Walker about it. He said, Rube, you ever been seasick? Rube said, yeah. Yogi said, on water? 
One ball, two strikes. Bill, you are certainly in demand every place the mess go. Every time there's a sports luncheon where one of the first guys they try to get to show up is Yogi. Taking a high, two and two. The public speaking, although Yogi handles it very well, is not something he cottons to. He doesn't look forward to it. The 2-2 delivery to Shamsky. Look out, Artie has to get his knee out of the way. It's low inside, three and two. It's all over in St. Louis. The Astros bombarding the Cardinals tonight snapped their eight-game losing streak. It was Houston nine, St. Louis three. Larry Durker, a 20-game winner last year, won his fourth game against two losses. Steve Carlton, the loser. Lou Brack and Joe Pepitone had home runs. Foul on a ground ball down the first baseline. Well, Pepitone is at five so far this year, Ralph. Although Jimmy Wynn does all right, normally that Astrodome is not too good a place to hit a home run, nor is St. Louis where they play tonight. Three-two delivery. There's a drive in the air to right, right at Ollie Brown, and he puts it away for the out. Well, Jones and Shamsky have both hit the, hit the ball hard to right field, and both have been retired. One other final score in the American League, it was Cleveland 7, Kansas City 5. Kansas City led that game 5-3 going to the 8th inning, and the Indians came up with four runs in the 8th inning. Phil Hennigan picks up the win in relief, and Mo Grabowski, the loser, in relief. Now Don Clendenin takes low outside, ball one. Don has two for two, and he's single with the bases loaded in the third, driving in the only runs of the game. The Mets lead 2-0. High fly ball hit the center field. This one should be easy for Clarence Gaston, the center fielder. He walks over under it and has it for the out. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Now in the middle of the fifth inning, the New York Mets two and the San Diego Padres nothing. This is the story of Myron the car. Poor Myron was a 3,098-pound weakling, and other cars his age always bullied him. Off the streets by sundown. Sometimes they even kick gravel in his face. So long, you hunk of tin. Ow, ow, ow! Poor Myron tried everything. One, two, three, four. Gotta get in shape. But alas, poor Myron was the victim of engine deposits. Then one day, his owner heard some good advice. STP gas treatment. You'll feel the difference. So he added STP gasoline treatment to Myron's gas tank. And right away, STP gas treatment went to work eliminating those power-robbing deposits. Mm. STP gas treatment cleaned and tuned Myron's engine as he drove. Mm. In fact, Myron felt the difference with the very first can. Mm. Hey, bullies, here's a little gravel back from that hunk of tin, remember? Yow! Add STP gas treatment to your tank. You'll feel the difference with the very first can. Missed the outside corner, one ball and no strikes. 
Tom has quite a rooting section in the stadium tonight of his old Marine Reserve buddies. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Seaver pitching better than ever. He has such command of his pitches and himself. The 1-1 delivery. Way off the outside corner. Two balls and a strike. Duffy Dyer working behind the plate. Jerry Grody is back with the ball glove and in uniform. And it's going to be probably several days before he'll be strong enough to play. Drive in the air to center field. Backpedaling Tommy Agee. He's under it and has it for the out. Ball is straight away. One out and nobody on. Chris Canazero, the ex-Met, will be coming up. Padres have Chris Canazero and Bob Parton as their backstops. Canazero, one of the early members of the New York Mets. He has found a home here in San Diego. He represented the Padres in the All-Star game last year. Chris, a right-hand batter. It's a high fly ball, a fairly deep left. Backing up Leon Jones on the edge of the warning track. He squeezes it in for the second out. So two outs and nobody on. Now Al Santorini, the Padre pitcher. Number 23. Padres have an array of impressive young pitchers. Buzzy Pavese, the general manager, has been making moves trying to improve the defense to make the pitching even that much better. And it's low ball one. They are very pleased with the deal they made with the Tigers to get second baseman Dave Campbell. It's the Sandorini. A ground ball back to short. Knee high hop taken by Bud Harrelson. And the accurate peg to Clendenham, the side goes down, one, two, three. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of five innings here at San Diego Stadium, the New York Mets, two of the San Diego Padres, nothing. Well, Mets fans, we're into another season, and we hope a really great one for your ball club. Friendly Freddy is also going into another season of car washing, a really great one for his club. Friendly Freddy's is the only fully automatic car wash in Saratoga Springs. Their motto is, nothing for you to do but sit back and relax. Friendly Freddy's car wash offers you the quickest and most convenient car washing service in Saratoga. They're located on High Rock Avenue, one block off Lake Avenue. At Friendly Freddy's, they have a facility for everyone, a coin-operated wash for the do-it-yourselfers, the most up-to-date vacuum cleaners, and, of course, the automatic car wash. You just drive in, stay in your automobile, and before you know it, your car is coming out cleaned and, if you like, waxed. All this service for only $1.25. Wax is 50 cents extra. Believe me, Mets fans, this is a bargain with today's inflated prices. Come on in and give them a try. San Diego, the Padre in ground crew has been out to manicure the diamond. Flying field is in excellent condition. They had their first postponement in San Diego Padres baseball history last night. Last Monday night, the Padres were to play Montreal. It rained during the day and it was quite cold that night and the game was postponed because of rain, cold, and wet grounds. And 
About a day later, the weather started to break, and we have beautiful weather for this weekend series. It is inning number six in San Diego. Mets leading 2-0, and to describe the action for you, Ralph Kainer. Okay, Bob Murphy, and in the fourth period, it's the Lakers 79 and the Knickerbockers 79. First pitch to Joe Foy is over the outside corner, called strike. Joe is, <coughs> pardon me, Joe is 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Struck out his last time on a curveball. Al Santorini on the mound for the Padres. He has given up two runs, allowed seven hits. Next pitch is in the dirt on by the catcher, Canizaro, and it's one ball and one strike. Santorini with an all-time record in the major leagues of nine wins and 18 losses. Lifetime against the Mets, he is one and one. He had the only victory for the Padres against the Mets last year in 12 ball games. Now the pitch back, and Foy hits a ground ball in the hole, going over to his left to Spezio to grab it. His throw to first base is backhanded at first base by Nate Colbert for the out. People who care don't litter. People of Rheingold care. They ask you to keep America beautiful. That brings up Wayne Garrett. Wayne is looking for a second hit. He's one for two in the ball game. Wayne hit a Texas Ligger into left center field for his base hit. He's a left-hand batter, and a changeup is high, ball one. Garrett batting 176. And the pitch back to Wayne. There's a breaking ball over, called strike. One and one. The Mets two, the Padres nothing. Next delivery low and the count two balls and one strike. One man out, top of the sixth inning. First game of a four-game series. And the next delivery is inside, backhanded by Canazero, and the count goes to three balls and one strike. Had a chance to chat with Jim Mulvaney, the vice president of the San Diego Padres. He was the vice president of the Padres, and they were in the Pacific Coast League. Started his baseball associations as Andy Frayne Usher in Wrigley Field in Chicago. Next pitch, a fastball. Foul off in the count, three balls and two strikes. The principal owner of the San Diego Padres, C. Arnold Smith. Had a chance to chat with Jim Mulvaney, the vice president of the San Diego Padres. He was the vice president of the Padres, and they were in the Pacific Coast League. Started his baseball associations as Andy Frayne Usher in Wrigley Field in Chicago. Next pitch, a fastball. Foul off in the count, three balls and two strikes. The principal owner of the San Diego Padres, C. Arnold Smith. And a 3-2, the pitch to Garrett, high ball four, and Wayne walks. That's the third walk given up by Al Santorini, and as Garrett goes to first, we'll go out for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is your New York Mets Baseball Station in Saratoga Springs, New York. WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your dial. Ralph Kiner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from San Diego, California. The Mets leading two to nothing. They have a runner at first base and the batter is Duffy Dyer. 
And Duffy takes a called strike on a curveball, strike one. Duffy walked in the three-two pitches first time up. He singled off the pitcher's bare hand. Up, so he has been on twice. Dyer batting at 222, right-hand batter. Al Santorini back, and the pitcher is hit hard to the shortstop. A good setup for a double play. The to second in time on the first, a double play. Second double play for the series in the ballgame as it goes from Steve Hunt to Dave Campbell to Nate Colbert. And it retires the side. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on. And in the middle of the sixth inning, the New York Mets 2, the San Diego Padres, nothing. If you're considering a new car, but looking for some way to keep the cost down, how about the high cost of automobile financing? Here's a way to save money on that, too, with a new car bank loan direct from Ballston Spa National Bank. You'll save plenty because the interest rate is lower. More important, arrange for your direct new car loan in advance, even before you decide on the car you want. And then you'll be shopping for your new car with cash to pay for it. Your savings over conventional financing will show up every month because your payments to Ballston Spa National Bank will be lower. Find out just how much you can save by calling in advance. Get the exact figures on the amount you'll need for your new car. The number is 885-6711, Ballston Spa National Bank, 885-6711, for details on the money-saving direct new car loan. Offices in Burnt Hills, right on Route 50, and in Ballston Spa. Saratoga County's oldest bank, Ballston Spa National Bank, the bank that saves you money. Sixth inning with a Mets leading two to nothing. Tom Seaver has given up only one hit in the ball game. A single by Ollie Brown that took a slightly bad hop. Bud Harrelson had gone in the hole to backhand it and couldn't hold on to the ball. If the ball had not taken that slight bad hop, I'm sure Bud could have fielded the ball and thrown the man out at first. For the ball game, they were talking about the fact the Padres have never been no hitted. Is that a word? And Tom Seaver, of course, has never pitched a no-hitter. But he has no chance here tonight. The first pitch is outside a ball as Dave Campbell takes a fastball. Dave is 0 for 2. Brought an eight-game hitting streak into the ball game. And right at this point, he's batting 299. The 1-0 pitch to the right-hand batter is popped up back at home plate out of play. It'll be Dave Campbell, Steve Hunts, and Clarence Gaston, the top of the batting order for Seaver here in the sixth inning. Tom has struck out six. He has walked two. Seaver with an overall win record of 61 wins. Next pitch, a breaking ball that's low and inside. Two balls, one strike. Seaver's record in his major league career, 61 wins, 32 losses. That is quite a ratio of wins over losses. Now 2-1, the pitch to Campbell swung on, and the count, two balls, two strikes. Against the Padres, Tom has won three and lost none. Lifetime. So three of the 25 wins Seaver had last year chalked up against the new entry in the National League, the San Diego Padres. And a 2-2, the pitch to Campbell, hit the center field. A.G. Holes now moves back, has a lot of room. It's 420 to center, and he makes the catch. 
One away in the bottom of the sixth inning, and the batter coming up is Steve Hunt. Number 25. Steve has Steve no hits and two times up. He's batting all 67 with one hit and 15 times up this year. The one hit was a home run. He hit it in Cincinnati, right-handed, halfway up into the moon sheet seats in Cincinnati in right field. Now the pitch as he switch hits and bats left-handed against Tom Seaver is inside a ball. One ball, no strike. Seaver now back into the hitter and a deep drive to right. It's going, going, and it's long gone. Goodbye. the Padres within one with his second base hit of the year and he now has two home runs on two hits for the year. That brings up Clarence Gaston and the first pitcher is high off the glove of the catcher Duffy Dyer ball one. Hunts last year had three home runs playing for the St. Louis Cardinals. There was no doubt about that one. One old pitch to Gaston swung on a missed one and one. Clarence has two home runs. He has 10 runs batted in and a 3-10 average. Hunts was in 71 ball games for the Cardinals and had three home runs and batted 194 last year. The 1-1 pitch swung on and fouled back to count one and two. Leading 91 to 87 against the Knickerbockers with three and a half to go. And the one two pitch. Grounded foul. Seaver had cast and fooled, and he just did get a piece of the ball and knocked it down foul by home plate. So the count remains at one ball and two strikes. One and two. And Seaver beat the Padres with his 19 strikeouts. He beat them two to one. Next delivery is outside. The Seaver misses just off the plate around the knees. Two and two. Al Ferrara had a home run in that ball game. That's leading two to one. One man out. Bottom of the sixth inning. Next pitch is swung on and missed. And Seaver gets his seventh strikeout. That gives him two men away here in the sixth inning. And it brings up Al Ferrara. Number nine, Al Ferrara. Al has struck out his first time up. His next time up, he was robbed of an extra base hit on a great play by Joe Foy at third on the line drive. Ferrara, a right-hand batter. Zebra double pumps, and the first pitch is a slider outside the ball. Receiver struck out 
the 19 batters against the Padres, he threw 136 pitches. The 1-0 pitch, swung on and missed, 1-1. One one. Navarro struck out in that ball game as the first man of 10 consecutive strikeouts and the last man of the 10. The 1-1 pitch. It is on the outside corner, called strike two. Signs go out, Duffy Dyer the catcher, and Seaver into the windup. And the next pitch, a half swing. The Mets are asking what it was. And Seaver wants a first base umpire to give some help on the play to Dick Stell. Dunnell has yet to look the first. Now he does, and Al Bollock said no, he did not swing. So Seaver does not get that one, and the count goes to two and two. Bar check just in time. We've had two strikeouts called by the base umpires. Next pitch is swung on and fouled back. Ferrara with a hard swing and a high fastball. Now remaining at two balls and two strikes. Dallas had two home runs this year and two runs batted in with nine hits. He's batting 214. And Seaver tries again, and the pitch to Ferrara is swung on and missed, and he gets him. Eighth strikeout for Tom Seaver in the ball game. It retires the side. In the inning, one run and a home run by Steve Hunt. The only hit, no errors, and no one left on base. And the score at the end of six. New York Mets two, the San Diego Padres one. All roads lead to Carmody, Ford, and Mercury at the junction of routes 29 and 40 in busy Greenwich. Come to Carmody Carland and see their big selection of Fords in stock. You'll find Torinos, Mustangs, Thunderbirds, Falcons, and the new Maverick in dozens of different body styles. Remember, you can't say Carmody without saying car. And for the best deal on a car, see Bill Rowe, Joe Zostak, or Jack Carmody. A good bunch of guys to do business with at Carmody Ford. Before you buy, check the Carmody deal. You'll like doing business at Carmody. Their overhead is low, and at Carmody Ford, everybody works to serve their customers. There are no padded payrolls. Every dollar you pay goes into automobile value. Take the pleasant drive to Greenwich. It's only minutes to Carmody, your country Ford dealer. For the best deal on a car, see them out at Carmody Ford and Mercury. You can't say Carmody without saying car. And the best deal on a car is at Carmody Ford and Mercury at the junction of routes 29 and 40 in busy Greenwich. As they bat in the top of the seventh, the first batter is Tom Seaver, the pitcher Al Sanarini, and the first pitch is a curveball over a call strike. In about the last nine years, San Diego has changed from a resort country town to a major city. The 2-1 pitch swung on and missed, and the count at strike two. one of the implements that they have been very happy about the acquisition of major football and major baseball San Diego Chargers playing here along with the San Diego Padres 
The next delivery is outside, and the count at one ball and two strikes. San Diego located just about 125 miles south of Los Angeles. The next delivery is swung on, and Nelson Caesar is struck out. Tanner Reedy getting his fourth strike out of the ball game. And with one man away, Tommy Agee comes up. Number 20, Tommy Tommy has a base hit and three times up and a run score. The base hit kept his hitting streak going. He now has hit in 12 consecutive games. The Met record is 18 set by Frank Thomas. Tommy last year, along with Leon Jones, had an 11 consecutive games. Longest streak for the Mets last year. And the first pitch is hit foul over into the stands out of play. Agee with his 12-game streak, batting now at 230 with two home runs and four runs batted in. Mets two runs, seven hits, no errors. The Padres one run, two hits, and no errors. One man out, top of the seventh inning. And now the right-handers one-strike delivery, a changeup in the dirt. He goes on by Canizero, the catcher, one and one. Santorini is one and three this year. He has always pitched well against the Mets, and the next pitch is grounded foul. Count goes one and two. lives in Union, New Jersey. 6'1", 185 pounds. He has a birthday this month. Make him 22. Here's the next delivery, and a fastball is under the chin of A.G. Backs him away. It's 2-2. Two and two. And the right-hander checks out the signs. And the next pitch. It is low on the full count, three and two. On deck batter, Bud Harrelson for the Mets. The three-two pitch to Agee. Swung on a miss. Santorini has struck out two in a row, his fourth and fifth in the ball game. And that brings up Bud Harrelson. Bud has singled and doubled and was robbed of a base hit by a fine play by Dave Campbell in his three trips to the plate. Bud now is hit in 18 of the 20 games he has played in. He has played in every game for the Mets, the only player to do so. And he's batting 321. And they shift the outfield on him. First pitch is outside a ball. Padres had been playing him as the other teams all did last year, shifted way over as though he were a right-hand batter against a right-hand pitcher. Now they have shifted the outfield straight away. He crossed him up three times, his first three times up, and the next pitch is in for a call strike. It's one and one. Center fielder is straight away. Left fielder a shade toward the line, but almost straight away. Next pitch is popped up out towards second base. Dave Campbell, the second baseman, coming in. Also, there's Spezio. Spezio makes a catch as Campbell runs into him. But Spezio holds on to the ball, and the side is retired in order. And the score in the middle of the seventh inning. The New York Mets, two. The San Diego Padres, one.
Well, tickets for all Mets games at Jay Stadium this season are now on sale at the many outlets throughout the metropolitan area. Grants tickets outlets once again will be maintained at Jay Stadium, Grand Central Terminal, and Macy's Huntington Long Island Store. Grants tickets for all home games may also be obtained at any Howard Close store. More than 300 other outlets are now open at all branches of the Manufacturers Hanover Trust Company and Chase Manhattan Banks. The Shea Stadium advanced ticket window will be open seven days a week, 8 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 on Saturday and Sunday. Grand Central Outlet at the foot of the 42nd Street and Vanderbilt Avenue ramp will be maintained from 8 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday and 8.30 to 4 p.m. on Saturday. All other outlets will be open during the regular store banking hours. Box seats are $4.350. Reserved seats cost $3.275 and $2.50. You can get tickets by mail by writing Ticket Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Such orders carry a 25-cent service charge to cover the cost of handling the mailing. Number 17. It's the bottom of the seventh inning. The Mets leading 2-1, to one and the Padres have their big home run hitter coming up to lead off against Tom Seaver. Seaver has held the Padres to two hits. A harmless single and a not-so-harmless home run. The single was off the glove of Bud Harrelson. The home run was by Steve Hunt, so went into the right field bleachers. And the first pitch to Colbert is fouled back into the stands out of play. Colbert has had six home runs this year, and he has driven in 14. Against Tom Seaver, he has fought out the left field and walked. Right-hand batter. He'll be followed by Ollie Brown and Ed Spezio. And Seaver into the windup and the one-strike delivery. A check swing, the pitch just off the plate. Seaver missing with a slider. One ball, one strike. Dave Roberts is warming up in the bullpen now for the Padres, a left-hander. Next pitch is ball two, and it's two and one. Left-hander Dave Roberts. Two-one delivery. It is outside, ball three, and Seaver falls behind, three and one. Colbert is batting in the fifth batting... <coughs> pardon me, position. The next delivery is popped up, and it looks like it could be a chance for Duffy Dyer as he comes back into foul territory. He is under the wall, and he makes the catch. So Seaver getting the 3-1 pitch in and picking up an out. Now Ollie Brown coming in. Ollie got the first hit of the ball game off Seaver when he hit one deep in the hole at shortstop. Second time up, he was struck out. Ollie Brown led the Padres in the major hitting departments last year. He was acquired from San Francisco. He had 20 home runs, 61 runs batted in, and batted 264 last year for the Padres. And the right-hand batter is almost hit by the pitch as he backs out of the way. It's ball one. And it's indicated the ball hit the bat, so it's strike one. Home plate umpire Dick Stello making the sign that it was a foul tip. That pitch was way inside and high. Next pitch is high and outside. 
scoreboard has a count at two balls and no strikes. We'll check for sure and see if it's that or one and one. Tello has not given the indicating signs with his hands. Next pitch is fouled back and ball goes out of play. Brown, a big, strong right-hand hitter. Next delivery is in there, and it's a strike call. And evidently, the scoreboard was right. So they counted two balls and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes. Seaver back. And a high fly ball to deep left field. Leon Jones on the warning track. He has room. And he makes the catch right in the left corner of the playing field. Long high fly, and Seaver gets his second out here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Mets leading by one. And it brings up Ed Spezio. Ed has walked and lined to center field, batting at 212 with one home run and three runs batted in. Right hand batter. Spezio had 13 home runs for the Padres last year. And he takes a slider over the outside corner, called strike. Seaver back, and the one strike pitch is popped out in the right center field. It'll be a base hit. A.G. over the field of ball, gathers it in, and Spezio stays at first. Looping line drive toward right center field, and the Padres have their third into the ball game. They also have the time run at first base with the catcher Chris Canazero coming up. Mets about hit the Padres seven to three as they lead two to one. Canazero is 0 for two in this game. Zero has a 2.45 average. He has no home runs, has driven in six. He has been struck out, and he has fought out the left. And Saber working from the set position. The first pitch, low for ball. 99-99. The Lakers and the Knickerbockers starting in the overtime period. And the next delivery. Line to left field. Going over Cleon Jones to head it off. He fields the ball. Fizio goes to second base, makes a big turn, and holds there. So Canazero keeps it going. And we're going to have a pinch runner for him. Ron Slocum has gone in. And we're also going to have a pinch hitter for the pitcher, Al Santorini. It is Ramon Webster batting for the pitcher, Al Santorini. So Seaver, for the first time in the ball game with consecutive hits against him. Back-to-back -back singles with two men out. That ball was well hit by Chris Canazero. Leon had to get over in a hurry near the foul line to keep it from going on through. Now a conference at the mound and Rube Walker talking with Tom Seaver, Duffy Dyer, the shortstop Bud Harrelson, and the first baseman Don Clendenin.
So the time run is at second base. Go ahead, run it first with two men out in the bottom of the seventh inning. And Rube Walker, the pitching coach, now back to the bench. Daniel Webster has been up 15 times with three hits. One of them an extra base hit, a double. He has driven in one run. He's a left-hand batter. Oh, the crowd here of about 20,000. Trying to keep the rally going for the San Diego Padres as the Mets battle the Padres for the first time in Southern California. In New York, they split one and one with them in the two games they played there. Seaver sets. And the pitch to Webster. Foul back against the screen, strike one. Ramon Webster batting for the pitcher, Al Santorini. Now Seaver sets, checks at second base. Comes back to the plate. The ball is away from Dyer, and Vigio did not see it immediately and could not move up. Dyer momentarily could not find it. It rolled about 20 feet away, maybe 30. And Spezio, breaking back towards second, took himself out of a chance to move on over. Cal Coons is now loosening up for the Mets in their bullpen. Seaver set to go. Play on at second, and Bud Harrelson takes the throw, puts the tag on, but it's not in time. Spezio just barely got back in. Quick play put on by the roomies, Tom Seaver and Bud Harrelson. Seaver last year picked off one of the great base runners in a very crucial point. Picked off Hank Aaron. Helped him win a ball game. One ball, one strike. Seaver to the plate. And the pitch again is fouled back against the screen, and Seaver with the count at one and two. One ball, two strikes. Duffy Dyer goes out to talk with Tom about his sequence of pitching now. After getting two men out, Ed Spezio singled the right center. He moved down to second on a line drive single by Chris Canazero. Ron Slocum went in the run for Chris. And with the pitcher coming up, Daniel Webster was put up to pinch hit. Good savory, Morgan Webster. Getting my literature mixed up. Now Seaver in the set position. And the one-two pitch popped out to third base, and Joe Foy has an easy chance. He makes the catch in foul territory, and Seaver pitches out of the jam. In the inning, no runs, two hits, no errors, two men left on. And the score at the end of seven, the New York Mets two, San Diego Padres one. You know, there just doesn't seem to be time left anymore to make something by hand. The way things are going, by the year 2000, a simple little handmade thing will end up in the Smithsonian Institute, worth a fortune. Priceless. We need progress. Computers, automation, and all that. And we'll find a way to live with the push-button world. But you have to know where to draw the line, where to kick the machines out and keep the people in. 
we feel that a computer will never make a good glass of beer. Because when all is said and done, computers have no taste. Rheingold will always take the time to make beer in the natural way. With people, with natural ingredients, with natural carbonation, and with a good extra dry natural taste. We'll take the time to save a good glass of beer. Natural Rheingold. Rheingold Breweries Incorporated, New York, New York, and Orange, New Jersey, ask you to help keep America beautiful. Here at San Diego, a new innovation has been provided. They brought the relief pitcher into the pitching area in a dunes buggy, and I can think of a lot of people, Lindsay Nelson, that would call that a dunes buddy. <laughs> yeah, not only that, it's tiger-striped. It'll get your attention. Dave Roberts is coming to do the pitching now, and we'll have a new catcher who is donning the regalia right now, and it's going to be Slocum, I believe. It'll be Slocum who appeared as a fish runner, so Ron Slocum bats number eight in the order if you're keeping a scorecard. And Dave Roberts is the pitcher, batting number nine. Roberts is making his eighth appearance of this season. He had one start. He has a record of one win and two losses. He appeared against the Mets at Chase Stadium on April 22nd in relief for one inning. He allowed no runs, no hits. That was the game won by Tom Seaver, two to one, when he struck out the 19 batters. The lone start for Roberts was at Houston. He was the loser, four to one. He worked the first six innings, gave up two runs on five hits. The Mets are up in the top of the eighth. Leon Jones has gone 0 for 3. Dave Roberts is a left-hand pitcher. And here is ball one high. Ron Swoboda has moved out on deck to bat for Art Shamsky in a Gil Hodges righty-lefty move. 1-0 and now to Cleon Jones. Swung on and fouled off. It's 0-2. Jones measures the stance. There's nobody on. There's nobody out. Jones leading off here in the eighth. Here's a pitch low. So it's two and one. Al Sanzarini pitched seven innings. Gave up two runs on seven hits. He struck out five and walked three. One of them intentionally. And this pitch is low. Roberts kicks at the rubber a couple of times. Outfield is shaded around the left against Cleon Jones. Now the pitch. Swung on and missed. It's out full at three and two now to Cleon. Roberts takes the sign from Ron Slocum for the payoff pitch. Bill's getting it, and Jones steps out at the plate. Gets a handful of dirt. Leon's average for the season is down to 231. Playoff pitch. 
It in the air to center field, and Clarence Gaston ranges back, but has it lined up and makes the catch. We pass the station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York, the home of the New York Mets. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Conner and Bob Murphy in San Diego, California, where Ron Svoboda is batting for Ari Chamsky. One man out, nobody on base. The Mets are leading the Padres by a score of 2-1. to one. And the pitch is low for a ball. Sam Dunnan is on deck. Gil Hodges simply went to his right-hand batter when the Padres switched to a left-hand pitcher. It's low for a ball. Single game here tomorrow afternoon and a doubleheader here on Sunday between the Mets and Padres. 2-0 delivery. Hit on the ground towards second. Dave Campbell up, plays it to first in time, and Svoboda's out. Throw away. Next time you buy blades, ask for Gillette Platinum Plus. The only blade with a platinum alloy edge that makes shaving smoother, closer, and more comfortable every time you shave. Platinum Plus. Don Clendenin is two for three. He's driven in two runs. He has batted in 13 runs to lead the Mets in that department this season. Breaking pitch is low for a ball. Tomorrow, Jim McAndrew will start for the Mets and Clay Kirby for the San Diego Padres. We'll be on the air at 3.55 p.m. New York time. Here's a swing and a ground ball that is cut off at third by Espizio. So it's the first in time to get pinned down. A fancy fielding play by third baseman Espizio, who dashed to his left to cut off a ball that was headed for the hole between short and third. It's no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the middle of the eighth inning, the score is... The Mets 2 and the San Diego Padres 1. Remember when it took two hands to hold a hamburger? It still does at McDonald's. We call our two-fisted hamburger Big Mac. Two 100% beef hamburgers, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and McDonald's own special sauce. Big Mac. The meal disguised as a sandwich at McDonald's, your kind of place. Remember when you were a kid and how you hated to wait? And now sometimes you can't afford to wait, especially if you want to get back to work. McDonald's understands. When you step up to our counter and order a Big Mac, Coke, and French fries, you get them in a hurry. At McDonald's, we can serve a complete dinner for four in about 30 seconds. So whenever you want to save time, give McDonald's fast service a try. McDonald's is your kind of place. Now back to New York Mets. In the bottom of the eighth now, the Padres are up. 
And it's Dave Campbell, the leadoff man. Seaver's pitch is low for a ball. There's action continuing in the med bullpen with Cal Coates continuing to throw down there. Seaver has struck out eight and walked two and allowed one run on four hits. Here's a swing and a foul ball. Dave Campbell came into this game with an eight-game hitting streak. He has gone 0 for 3, struck out, fly to center, fly to center. Seaver trying to protect now a one-run lead through these last two innings. One-one delivery, swung on, hit on the ground, foul back of third. It goes to one and two. The Cincinnati Reds have defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates by a score of six to four. Simpson gets the win. Wayne Simpson has won four and he's lost one. Doc Ellis takes the loss. He's two and one. Willie Stargell had a grand slam homer, the fourth of his career. Third homer of the year. And Johnny Bench had a three-run homer for Cincinnati. That's number six for Johnny Bench. Here's a one-two pitch to Campbell. Foul back and out of play. So there's a little more on the line here now in this ballgame than there was. If the New York Mets can win it, they'll be in a second-place tie in the Eastern Division with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Two and a half games back of the division-leading Cubs. Here's the pitch outside for a ball. So it's 2-2. In an overtime, the Los Angeles Lakers have defeated the New York Knickerbockers 121-115. to 115. That is a final score. The Lakers have won it. There's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. Now it holds at 2-2. And so that best of seven series now is deadlocked at two games each between the Lakers and the New York Knickerbockers for the NBA championship. 2-2 delivery, and it's high. Beaver's gone full now at 3-2. With a leadoff batter here in the bottom of the eighth. Steve Hunt is on deck. He's the fellow who hit the home run in the bottom half of the sixth inning. This is a big playoff pitch. Swung on and missed. Check him out. Seaver gets strikeout number nine. As he got Campbell swinging, Steve Hunt is coming up. Fouled out, struck out, and Homer into the right field seat. The Braves beat the Chicago Cubs 3-2. Bill Nitro got the win. Joe Decker took the loss. Henry Aaron had his ninth home of the year. The 563rd of his career. Joe Decker had one. And Billy Williams had one for Chicago. Pitches inside the hunt. Houston Astros defeated the St. Louis Cardinals 9-3. Snapped their losing streak at eight, loss, at eight losses. They did it on the rug. They got back on AstroTurf in St. Louis. And managed to snap their losing streak. Here's the pitch high. 2-0 now to Hunt. Jerker got the win for Houston. Steve Carlton took the loss for the Cardinals. Lou Brock had a Cardinal homer. And Joe Pepitone had a Houston homer. That's number five for Pepe. 2-0 pitch to Hunt. Get on the ground to deep first base. Taken by Clemson and waves off Seaver. Jogs to the bag to make the play unassisted. Two men are out. Clarence Gaston's coming up. He's gone 0 for 3. He brought a four-game hitting streak in. Two homers, 10 runs by today. And the Reds beat the Pirates 6-4. Simpson over Ellis. In the middle of the fourth inning up at Dodger Stadium, 
It's the Montreal Expos two and the Los Angeles Dodgers one. Carl Morton against Don Sutton. Seaver took a little walk to the infield grass. Now he's ready to work to the right-hand batter, and he deals it in for a call strike. Here are the paid attendance figures here tonight in San Diego, 18,176. 18,176 paid at San Diego Stadium for the opening game of this series. The swing and a miss. So it's a fine turnout here in San Diego. Two-strike count. DeGaston with two men out and nobody on base. Seaver's pitch outside for a ball. At the end of four innings of play, the San Francisco Giants three and the Philadelphia Phillies one. Jim Bunning against Rich Robertson, Bobby Vaughn. It is fifth home of the year in the second with one on for the Giants. Here's a one-two pitch. Little low, goes two-two. And the 2-2 delivery. Swung on and fouled off. Now holds 2-2. At Yankee Stadium tonight, the Yanks defeated the Milwaukee Brewers 6-3. Mel Stottlemyre got his second win. Gene Brabender took the loss, and Danny Walton hit his eighth homer of the season in the eighth and one off. The Baltimore Orioles beat the Minnesota Twins 9-3. Dave McNally over Dave Boswell. Cesar Tovar and Terry Crowley at homers. There's a swing and a high pop towards second base. Couple of steps off the bag. Harrelson is waiting, and Bud Harrelson makes the catch. So Stever retires the side in order. In the eighth inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. And at the end of eight full innings of play, the score is the Mets two and the Padres one. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. You can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or, if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today and enjoy a day at Shea. The Oakland A's defeated the Washington Senators tonight, 12 to 5. It was Catfish Hunter over Casey Cox, almost by Green, Rodriguez, and Lee May. The Boston Red Sox defeated the Cal Angels 8 to 3. Ray Culp over Tom Murphy. Carl Yastrzemski had two homers. George Scott had one. Reggie Smith had one. Joe Foy is up for the Mets now in the top half of the ninth inning. Facing left-hander Dave Roberts, his pitch high and away for a ball. Boy was one of the heroes of the Met victory yesterday when he had three base hits. He's gone 0 for 3 here tonight. 1-0 delivery, and it's high for a ball, 2-0. The Cleveland Indians defeated the Kansas City Royals 7-5 as Phil Hennigan got the win and relief his first. Mo Drabowski took the loss and relief. Lou Pinella had a homer in the first inning for Kansas City, his fourth of this season. 
pitch to Foy, and it's in there for a call strike, two and one. Breaking pitch. The Chicago White Sox walk the Detroit Tigers, 13 to six. Joel Horland got the win, he's three and two. Les Kane took the loss. Al Kaline had a Detroit homer. Bobby Knopf had one for Chicago. His was a three-run homer. Here's a swing and a ground ball dribble towards third. Charged by Spuzio. He plays on in time to get Joe Foy. The swinging roller down towards third. One moment of indecision as to who would take it. Roberts or Spuzio. The third baseman took it and made the play. Wayne Garrett's up. Wayne's one for two and a walk. Kenny Boswell away on military reserve duty. Garrett's playing second base here tonight. Ron Herbel is throwing in the bullpen for the Padres. He's the former giant. Roberts pitches high. A chant of let's go mess from a group down in the stands here. This pitch is in for a call strike. The Mets are leading here by a score of two to one. And they're batting in the top half of the ninth inning with one man out and nobody on base. Here's a swing and a fly ball down the... goes back, but there's a lot of room out there, and he makes the catch near the edge of the warning track. 
Oklahoma's hit more than 400 feet. It's 420 to the wall out there. Strides out in order. No runs, no hits, no runs, none left. And in the middle of the ninth inning, the score is the Mets 2, the Padres 1. Globe Supply, Broadway in Saratoga, is now offering a complete supply of toys that the kids see on TV each day. They also have Aurora HO racing sets and an assortment of games and accessories. Also, any hobby that you may be interested in, you'll find it at Globe. Globe Supply is open daily from 8.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Friday night until 9 p.m. And it's located on Broadway in downtown Saratoga Springs. Life insurance is property, just like your estate. But in many cases, life insurance doesn't have to be included in your gross estate for federal tax purposes. It takes expert life insurance counseling to help you accomplish your objectives without taxing worry. Your John Hancock man is the one to turn to for expert counseling. You name it, a John Hancock man can provide you with an answer and a way. It might pay you to find out what your John Hancock man has to offer. Call Ben Yanklowitz, 783-5571, or write Ben Yank, Box J, Latham, New York. We now reach New York Mets baseball. In San Diego, California, it's the bottom half of the ninth inning. The New York Mets are leading the Padres by a score of 2-1. to one. Tom Seaver is on the mound for the Mets. He's allowed one run, a homer by Steve Hunt on only four hits. He has struck out nine and walked two. Al Ferrara is up and here's the pitch. Misses low and away and it's ball one. Action continuing in the bullpen for the New York Mets. Nate Colbert is on deck. It's Cal Kunch throwing down there. There's a swing and a foul ball back over the screen into the stands behind home plate. And it's one and one. Ferrara has struck out, lined the third and struck out here tonight. His average for the season is 2.09. Seaver takes the sign from Duffy Dyer, and here's the one-one pitch. Outside for a ball. It's two and one. Taking a little walk around. Now comes back into the batter's box and Seaver's ready to work. The pitch is on the way and it's fouled back out of play. Two balls, two strikes to Al Ferrara. Umpire Dextello moves around to brush off the plate. Ferrara still outside the batter's box. Seaver's ready whenever Ferrara is. He's back in and waiting now, and here is Seaver's pitch. 2-2 two -two on the way. A little high. The count runs full at 3-2. So when you have a one-run lead, the thing you do not want to do is put the leadoff batter on. Seaver's faced with the prospect of a 3-2 pitch here. The payoff pitch. He walked him high tight. That is the third walk issued in this game. We're going to get a pinch runner coming in here now. Jose Arcia is going to run for Ferrara. Arcia will run for Ferrara. That is the potential tying run. Nate Silver coming up. Covert has slide to left, walked and fouled out to the catcher. He's had six home runs. 
The Mets are leading two to one. Swing and a miss. That's strike one. Waiting on deck is Holly Brown. There's nobody out. Over takes a look down to sign man. Bob Skinner at third. Lindenon holds against the runner. Jose Arcia at first base. Seaver off the stretch. And here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two to Colbert. The Mets got two runs in the third inning. The Padres got one in the sixth. And that's all the scoring we've had. Two strike delivery. Misses outside. He goes to one ball and two strikes. To right hand batter Nate Colbert. Batting number five. And the San Diego batting order. Seaver checks the runner over his left shoulder. R.C. is taking the lead. One-two pitch. Hold on and miss. Struck him out. Strikeout number 10 for Tom Seaver. Well, Lindsay, I can just hear the technical analyzers of baseball saying when you're the home team in the bottom of the ninth inning, you play to tie. And how come they didn't sacrifice in that spot? Well, that's what the foot says. That's true. I'm sure what the Padres had in mind was they had a fellow up there who had had six home runs. And they were hoping he could get a hold of one and win a ball game for him in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Ollie Brown is up now. He's had an infield hit struck out and fly to left. It misses the outside corner and it's ball one to Brown. Just one man up. Some of the big differences with ball clubs is the fact that in this case they don't have the kind of a ball club to sustain singles in order. And I'm sure that's what Preston Gomez was thinking about. He had his big home run hitter up there and he was hoping he could come through. Now the pitch hit on the ground is short. Could be a game-ending double play. It has one for the first. It's all over. A double play from Harrison to Wayne Jarrett to Don Clemenon. It was a high-hopping ground ball. Taylor made for a double play to shortstop Bud Harrison. And the New York Mets have their victory. Tom Seaver has his fifth victory. He's on one of the other five-game winners in the majors. And that's Jim Merritt of the Cincinnati Reds. The New York Mets are tied for second place in the Eastern Division of the National League, tied with the Pittsburgh Pirates, two and one-half games behind the division-leading Chicago Cubs. In the ninth inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, a walk and none left. We'll be back in a moment with a final summary and totals. Right now, the final score of the game is the Mets two and the Padres one. The finest in Italian cuisine and a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood await your dining pleasure at Mangino's Restaurant, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake. But there's a big difference between just ordinary Italian or American cuisine and Mangino's fine foods. At Mangino's, your order is never prepared hours before. Mangino's realize that good food cannot be hurried, and they ask you to give them a little time to prepare it properly. All dishes are prepared to your order, when your order is placed, never before, and it hasn't been simmering away for hours or minutes. And that's the big difference at Mangino's. Why not enjoy eating Italian food the way it should be savored? And done at Mangino's Restaurant, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake on Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. A complete line of Italian specialties are served to tempt the palate, and their steaks and chops and seafood are equally as delightful. Mangino's Restaurant, the home of truly fine foods, Route 9P, the south end of Saratoga Lake.
first game of this four-game series from the San Diego Padres by a score of two to one. To tell you something of how they did it, here's Ralph Kiner. Well, they say that Southern California and especially the San Diego area is a nice place to visit. And for the New York Mets, it has been over the last two years. They have yet to lose a ball game here, having won six out of six and now having won one out of one in the 1970 season. It wasn't easy. Padres gave a real battle, and the Mets were shut out from the fourth inning on without a base hit. In fact, they did not leave a man on base after the fourth inning. So in the ball game, the Mets got their two runs in the third. Bit of strategy in the ball game, and it did not work for the San Diego Padres. Leading off the start of the inning was Tommy Agee, and he singled to center field to extend his inning streak to 12 consecutive ball games. But Harrelson then doubled against an overshifted outfield. An outfield shifted toward the way they played Bud last year in 1969, and the double went into right center field, and that put Tommy Agee at third. That's with runners at second and third and no one out. Leon Jones was struck out, but then Art Shamsky was walked, figuring that Shamsky, a left-hand batter against the right-hand starting pitcher Al Santorini, would be a bigger risk than in pitching to the right-hand batter Don Clendenin, who followed. Don has been the hottest hitter for the Mets over the past few ball games, and he came through with a single to center field to drive in the two runs that the Mets had in the ball game. Padres didn't do much with Tom Seaver. They got a infield base hit in the second, the only one through the first five innings, but in the sixth inning with one away, Steve Hunts got his second home run of the season. It was his second base hit of the season, and the home run was to right field to make it a 2-1 ball game. Seaver struggled through the seventh inning. He gave up two singles with two men out, but then got pinch hitter Ramon Webster to foul out. In the eighth inning, he worked one, two, three, and then in the ninth inning, he put the time run on. That was Al Farrar, who walked in the 3-2 pitch. Nate Colbert did not bunt, and he was struck out. And then Ollie Brown hit into a double play, and the Mets won the ball game by a score of 2-1. to one. We'll be back with more about the Mets in just one moment. Mets baseball has been a feature presentation of the New York Mets baseball network at Rheingold Extra Dry, the beer with a 10-minute head, and was brought to you by STP, the racer's edge, and by several local sports-minded businessmen who hope you have enjoyed today's game, and by the staff of WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your dial, who urge you to patronize the sponsors who make these broadcasts possible. Remember, you'll hear all the New York Mets games at home or away night and day on your New York Mets station, WKAJ-FM in Saratoga Springs, New York. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network.